Black Atheist Thought Podcast, and I'm your host, Tiff Irie, and I'm so, um, I'm so glad, like, that I'm doing this. I wasn't going to do it. It's something that I've been saying, okay, I, I've been saying I was going to do it forever, but it just started to feel like it never was going to happen, and then just, like, out of the blue, I was just like, I'm doing it. I'm doing it, and so here I am. And I'm just literally recording this from my from my cell phone, so I don't know how I feel about that, <laughs> you know. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a platform, and right now I felt like it was very important to do, um, especially because of everything that's going on, and you know, um, it's a good time to to put out some content, and you know, hopefully people enjoy listening. And, um, you know, hearing what I have to say and also participating in the conversation. So, uh, but I want to start with just kind of explaining what Black Atheist Thought is. If I, if I can try to sum it up um, in, in a couple words, I guess. And so, Black Atheist Thought is it's an alternative to what we've been taught it's an alternative sure it's an alternative to religious ideology and to religious thought when you think about what religion is it's a, it's a filter it's a lens um by which you see the world and people you know religious people pretty much see everything often through that religious um film you know through through that lens and so everything is from you know has everything is from the foundation of what they believe you know the fact that they believe in Jesus the fact that they believe in the Bible and etc etc um so that's that's kind of the difference in that and that you know that has a lot of um cons okay there's a lot of problems when we try to filter everything through a religious lens black atheist thought is about human secularism it's about secular thought it's about non-religious um thought um and ideas and a non-religious framework you know to resolve issues and to live and to to, you know a non-religious way of life and to a lot of people this is almost crazy you know of course most of us have grown up under the foot of religion all of our lives and so it just seems crazy to even imagine that we could live you know we could see the world differently not um from from the 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 biblical aspect you know for example that that shows men and women as the, the the type of household, the type of family that you need, the best type of family that you need, um, that, you know, asserts that men should be leading women, um, and etc. There's a lot of ideas that come out of the Bible and religious thought. And so when we're trying to solve for different issues or when we are talking about pressing matters like abortion and these different things then people you know 
they they make these decisions based on their religious beliefs based on books or book books i guess that 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 have you know derived hundreds of years ago um for a completely different culture in a different time and a lot of the shit was wrong then and is wrong now so but black religious or excuse me black atheist thought um gives way um to a different to an alternative mindset um again a secular a secular lens it applies a secular lens to everyday life and so that's what i want to share with you guys um with you all rather and um, i hope that it's something that you're feeling i hope it's something that you can get behind and you know i just ultimately hope that you see yourself here one of the things that one of the biggest issues that i've had with, with religion is i'm not able to see myself when i go to church i don't see myself as a as a woman um i don't see myself as a black woman i don't see myself you know um and no aspect of me is represented fully or in a way that i can feel proud about you know god is male the the people that matter are male you know every aspect of everything is really shows me um that i am secondary and that was one of my biggest gripes um with being in the church and then the church in and of itself um was very misogynist and very much so anti-woman and it was hurtful because i grew i grown up there all my life i grew up pentecostal church of god in christ and it wasn't long before i started seeing that the males and the females are treated mad differently um and that you know i also i always felt you know i had five brothers so it was easy for me to see this and i always felt like i was so persecuted to um conform a certain way but my brothers could almost do what they wanted they could, you know the way they had to dress was was how they wanted to dress you know um and it, it kind of puts you in the mind of, of the things some of the stuff that trans people are going to oh my god it's not on that level um but it's but it's it's there man um you can draw that connection um it's like a lot of times you know people think things are okay because it's okay for them and they're not thinking they're not truly thinking about how it affects other people you know so i would get told things like if i didn't want to wear a dress because the girls have to wear a dress the the the, the women or the people with vaginas had to wear dresses and um there's no negotiating that and so after you know when i finally got able to dress myself and i started really expressing how i didn't want to wear a dress and you know it just wasn't me it just wasn't what i wanted and i was constantly told just obey and and to this day i hate that word i'm not a dog you know um i have thoughts i have feelings and you know that was another big pet peeve of mine but you know i was told to just obey just obey and it was like nothing i really wanted nothing i desired um was important um it wasn't about me it was always about someone else but i saw that my brothers had more autonomy um they weren't as angry as i was because they 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 weren't being as you know they they weren't as pressed you know and as pressured um and that made me even more angry because i had no one to go to i had no one where i could who i could explain this to um 
no one understood. I had a sister, but she, you know, it's, it's um, several years older than me, and it seemed like she identified with with you know the performance that they wanted her to demonstrate. You know what I mean by that, and this is why I brought up trans people is I mean that she you know it was right up her alley to wear a dress she didn't find that oppressive you know what I'm saying she didn't find that oppressive to uh, put on a slip or to put on pantyhose you know maybe some of those things she didn't care to do but it wasn't a huge thing because she identified with the 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 feminine um with with the brand of femininity the church had scripted for us I did not identify with that and that's not who I was and that's not who I wanted to be and um, so it was a problem for me Um, my brothers identified with they seemed to identify with you know their parameters and you know how a male should dress how a boy should dress and all that I I just didn't identify with that that's not who I was if I was the type of person that you know took up little space and sat and ate her little carrots with her legs crossed and you know was shy and uh, you know and, and afraid to speak and didn't have a strong opinion and you know then maybe I would be okay with wearing you know <laughs> something that, that I couldn't sweat in you know or, or run in or have any fun in or compete in maybe maybe I would be okay with that if that's who I was but it wasn't and I knew what I wanted to be doing when church was over. I wanted to be ripping and running, you know. Um, I didn't want to wear a dress. I, I didn't want, you know, I could go down that 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 path forever. That's a different show, y'all. Um, but it's like no one could understand that that's not who I was. And no one cared. And it was like, look, just fulfill your role. Look, you have a vagina. You have to wear this, you know. And it's just, you're thinking too much into it. It's not a big deal. And then I would ask, if it's not a big deal, why are you pressing so hard? And then I would be told to obey. And these, these things happen for years and years and years and years and years. And, you know, a message even to the church, you know, when you, when you, when you have more questions than answers, um, mm, I mean, a thinker should always have more questions than answers, but when when an entity that's telling you it has all the answers and it knows this and there's no it knows who's who God is and where he came and where he came from and where we're going and what to do and all these different things you know you have all these answers then then there's other answers I, I need you to answer so I can understand how you got to these answers you know what I'm saying and and there were no there was no answer <laughs> and so you know I began to um you know, just feel frustrated, and I just felt like, you know, my brand of femininity was not embraced, I couldn't be who I wanted to be, um, and I was, I was kind of accused of wanting to be, um, like a boy, and, um, man, that, that's a lot to, that's a lot of trauma to have to go through and to face as a, you know, as a, as a young person, and again, there was no one that I could talk to. And I could tell you so many instances. I mean, even with, you know, fear of hell. Um, I grew up um, learning about hell from the time that I was a little girl. And it, it, it gives me the chills to even say that. I'm very, it, it angers me deeply 
I know my parents didn't they didn't know any better um they believe what they believe but um I was taught that at an early age and I developed a very deep uh, dark fear of death and of, of going to hell and when you fear death like that you can't enjoy your life you can't enjoy your life when you feel when you fear hell like that you can't enjoy your life you can't accept yourself you can't accept others ain't no such thing as really have a good time you know you can't enjoy your life and it, it, it robs you it, it truly robs you of a good a good life and I felt for so long um, I feel that for so long I've been robbed of, of that as a, you know as a 20 something year old um, in college I remember I would jump out of the bed be, because um, a loud noise was made outside and I'm thinking that it's the rapture you know and it sounds funny and it's kind of funny but it's not except it's not um, think about the amount of fear you gotta be you, you know you, you have to have um, I would pray every day I would pray without ceasing it was a constant thing um, constantly afraid that something would happen to someone in my family you know if I could just get these prayers up you know then they'll be okay and it wasn't until my father died that I was really I was already on the page don't get me wrong I was already on you know I had been kind of fiddling around with not atheism but with doubt I had my doubts um my faith had been challenged by you know people that you know once I went to college once you go to college you know you're around different people and you know my faith was challenged the first day I stepped a foot onto the college campus where my astronomy uh, my astronomy teacher said there is no God I almost turned around and walked out of there how dare you bring your you know your unscrupulous atheist bullshit into academia you know I was mortified um and but I had to take that class <laughs> so I, I came back the next day by the end of that class I was I was I was questioning everything I had been taught and um, not because I was told to question it, be- really because I had learned how to think. And there were some other courses I took as well, like logic and reasoning. Um, oh man, so many courses, women and gender studies. And the world had begun to open up to me. I mean, even ge- geology, um, world religions was huge for me. Death and dying, I took a course on death and dying. I didn't want to take that, but it ended up being just, oh man mind-changing mind-changing and all these different courses in this education that I got and it was you know it wasn't even the best education it's not like I went to a Ivy League or anything like that but I got so much out of it. all I did was major in communications <laughs> I got so much out of that education and um it changed my life and it changed my world and um it gave my doubt some shape and some and some justification and when I understood how to think critically the questions to apply to everything you know um, I I couldn't ignore some of the questions that I had and so when my dad died while I was in college or excuse me he had a major stroke that he died for some years after that but um, 
you know, I remember praying and praying and praying and praying and praying and praying and praying. And, praying. and there was so much guilt involved because the more you pray and the things you do, you know, and, and, and people are telling you, people are prophesying, you know, literally prophesying and, and people are saying all kinds of things. He's going to, he's going to, you know, be healed and he's going to come out of that, that, that stroke or, you know, that state way better than he was. My dad I had a massive stroke that left him. <sighs> You know, um, it, it left him mentally um, incapacitated. I feel like I said that word wrong, but it, you know, it left him with some mental challenges. Imagine, you know, the, the person that used to protect you, a person that you looked to all your life to protect you and to, you know, um, be there for you and. My dad always figured out the problems for me, and here he was at 54, 55, and he couldn't, he couldn't take care of himself, and I was crushed, I was heartbroken, I prayed every day, we had family prayers, we had hotline prayers, my family from California and all over the place, and people would get on the line, and people would, you know, at church, and people would come up with these prophecies, and God said he's going to be healed, and this, that, and the third, and none of that stuff ever happened, none of it, and I began to get more and more angry, because I said, you know, man, there's no accountability, you guys don't even care if what you're saying makes sense, there's nobody even keeping track, people are just saying anything, God said, God said, God said, and because God can't be held accountable, because God doesn't speak on a loudspeaker, because God doesn't write anything down, he's so, it's so elusive, and you never know who's really, you know what I mean, and I'm just tired of playing this game, like, I refuse, you know, I remember, you know, my dad is, you know, fighting for his life, and we're having all these prayers, and I'm being told constantly that we need to have faith, and we need to have faith, and we need to have faith, it started to sound to me like what was being said to me, and I'm pretty sure this is what was being said to me, was his survival and his healing rests on our faith. How how well we touch and agree, you know, how much belief we had. And all, all you need is a mustard seed and all this. And so, you know, some time passed, and we were hoping that my dad would... Um, you know, get all of his faculties back and be able to function normally, even if it took some time. But they told us in the first three months or so, we'll know exactly, we'll pretty much know the state of, of my dad and how the rest of his life is going to be. You know, whatever healing is going to happen, whatever clarity is going to, you know, um, occur in, in his brain and everything, it, it was going to happen in, in that first three months. And, Unfortunately, you know, he he never got back to who he was before the stroke. And, um, you know, I remember all those times I prayed and cried and prayed and cried. Prayed and cried. You know, oh my God, I need you now. Smoking Norfolk, all this heart-filled emotional stuff. And I'm telling you, it could bring an atheist down to his knees. Um... <laughs> You know, because that's that's what gospel music does. It it really plucks at your your heartstrings. Um, and so all these things I was doing, and at one point I just remember thinking, I'm tired of wondering 
am I holding up my dad's healing? I'm sick and tired of this feeling. Um, I'm sick and tired of feeling like I don't have enough faith or, you know, and faith is, man, this is why they say you only need a, a mustard seed because really you got to use it sparingly. It is very expensive. It's very, it costs a lot of energy. It takes so much energy to believe. It take, That's why people have to go to church every Sunday. That's why they got to be constantly reminded. That's why they, they don't like talking to people who have different beliefs okay because that's a challenge everything is is, is strenuous um when you're already holding all that weight of doubt because that's really what belief is is doubt you know belief really just in and of itself it 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 implies that you don't know no one says you know when you ask them what their name is no one says i believe it's john unless they don't know that it's john (laughs) you know what i mean and so the weight of doubt is is what belief is um, and so I felt this weight constantly every day as I'm praying and praying and hoping and praying and praying. And I got to a point where I just said, why am I, why am I constantly begging you for stuff? You ain't saying nothing. You ain't doing nothing. The, the condition is, is, is barely healing. And then I, by the same token, I'm realizing, but I have my father, but my dad is not dead though. He's not what he used to be. He sometimes wishes he was dead um, because nobody wants to be, you know, in, in almost a vegetative state or anything close to that. He, you know, couldn't do all the things that he wanted to do for himself. And so, you know, sometimes he felt suicidal. I didn't realize this was still going to be so hard for me to talk about. Um, didn't even realize I was going to start talking about this. But anyway... I wrap this up um and so these are the things that kind of pushed me I started to just you know at that point I said I'm not praying another prayer you already know if you're real if you care we're talking about a righteous man here we're talking about one of the only men I would ever vouch for being who he said he was as a man of the cloth and this is why I am such an atheist on today I mean it seems like it seems ironic, but the more you get to know me and my story, it's not. When you see somebody who really is believes what they say they believe, um, it gives you a lot of clarity. It gives you a lot of clarity. Um, but that's another that's another topic. I I ended up just letting go, and I said I'm not gonna be in this bondage anymore. Um, it's not my job to heal dad, and I don't have the power. Um, and so if this God is real, then this God, you know, and this God is just, you know, he knows that dad, then he must know that dad is a good man. And, you know, I'm not going to spend my time praying and hoping and holding out for dad to be any better than he is right now. I'm going to love my dad and accept my dad and, 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 and spend my time celebrating dad's life and, and helping dad and, you know, spending the rest of my days um with that that I can and man that was the beginning because a peace came over me honey let me tell you that was the beginning and after that I couldn't go back I could not go back so I didn't mean it for that to be that long but that's what I want to to 
to bring you all. That's what I want to talk about. It's not about, it's not uh, necessarily about bashing religions. I mean, sometimes you may hear me go off, um, and I and that and that there will be no apology. But it's really about connecting because I honestly believe more people have doubts than faith. You know, I believe more people. Uh, or I should say this way, people are comprised of doubt and faith. And everything else, you know, religion wants to talk about your faith. I want to talk about your doubt. I want to talk about your doubt. I want to talk about, because to me, that's the real. You know, that's the the default. None of us come here with a with religion. We're taught that. We're taught what to believe. We're taught what to believe in and all of that you know doesn't come with us babies are are atheists meaning that they don't believe in anything um we have to tell them to believe in something and so you know this is what the podcast is about you know it's it's about real feelings real ideas real emotions it's about real life it's about death it's about happiness it's about love but through a secular lens and it's about the black community and i feel like it's about time we um we we turn to a black secularist lens everything that we do is through the lens of 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 religion you know, and, and it's harming us, the traditions, the the superstitions, um, you know, we've got all this voodoo and magic and superstitions and all that, and we're still where we are, and it's time for us to stop pretending like these things are, are going to save us, it's time for us to stop pretending that there's someone coming to save us, if there's someone that coming to save us, let it be a, a, a generous surprise, but we need, they need to find us on our feet, not on our knees, worshiping them but they need to find us on our feet working to make our lives better working to make each other better working to make this a better world and that's what black atheist thought is about you know how can we be better how can we um we better ourselves and 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 how can we live a trauma-free life forget drama-free trauma-free a lot of us have so much trauma a lot of that has come from religion a lot of us have you know oh man I, it's so much especially if you're a woman especially if you're a woman and being taught by religious doctrine that you're lesser um that you 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 play the 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 back it's a lot to try to overcome that and i'm here for you and i want to hear your thoughts i want to hear your thoughts on you know what do you think about after death or if there's an after death when these are so these are some of the things we want to talk about and i want you guys to um send me your letters i do have a couple letters but i don't have time to read them today i want to try to keep this under 30 minutes if i can do it um so i'm going to put out another episode um where i'm going to just focus on the letter that i got but i want you guys to send me letters you're going to send those letters to um black atheist thought everything is spelled all the way out b-l-a-c-k a-T-H-E-I-S-T T-H-O-U-G-H-T at gmail.com alright so send me a letter send me a thought send me a question um, and you know I'll, 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 hopefully I'll be able to get to that um, 
on the air. And you can also um, see us at interact, engage with us on Twitter, and that's at BLK Atheist Thought, T H O T. Okay, don't get any funny thoughts, all right? I had to write shorthand, okay, because Black Atheist Thought is, is too long. So we had to, we had to, um, shorten it up but i also we're going to go ahead and put that in the uh, description as well so if you look in the description you should be able to see it all right so just black atheist thought at gmail.com send me you know send me just some of your experiences man what you're going through what you're dealing with and um you know we can talk about some of these things and you know, again, I started out by saying one of the reasons why I'm doing this is because nobody did it for me. That's what I was trying to say. And I got into this long conversation about my life, but nobody did it for me. Nobody told me that the doubt that I had, the questions that I had was okay. That it made sense, that it was valid. And so I had to spend my time thinking that something was wrong with me. You know, and that I just didn't want to obey and that I was demonic and all this stuff that I had to go through. Trauma. Because I had nobody there to that, you know, thousands of people, hundreds of people. And nobody had a difference of opinion. I don't want to live in a world like that and I don't want to contribute to that. And so I'm, you know, it's not trying to, I'm not trying to bash this over anyone's head, but it's here. It's here for those who, who, who want to talk about it. I'd love to talk about your religious experiences and things like that. And so I want to thank everyone for listening today. And I want to encourage you again to get us those email letters. And also, please um, check out the website blackatheistthought.com. Okay, blackatheistthought.com. Go check it out. And uh, we have some great blogs on it. And uh, I do talk a little bit about my becoming an atheist in my blog, The Doubt That Saved Me. Um, the newest blog on there is um, Coronavirus and the Church. You don't want to you don't want to miss that one. It's, it's some heat. Um, and so it's a lot of different things on there. And it's a new site. And so we're, we're adding the you know, finishing touches on it. Well, not finishing touches. It's, it's, it's always going to be in progress, you know, but it's a new site. So keep that in mind. And we're adding more and more things and you'll see it change um, as it as, as we grow. So again, I just want to thank everybody, everybody for listening. And um, don't forget to send us those uh, emails at blackatheistthought at gmail.com. Um, give us a tweet, you know, ask, ask questions on Twitter as, uh, Twitter as well. Um, that's B-L-K Atheist T-H-O-T okay um, I think that's it I think that's it so guys thank you again um, check out the website check out the blogs and um, my next episode I'm going to go through some letters so hopefully soon I'll have you guys um, and, and gals uh, sending me letters as well and I'd like to be able to read yours too alright Thank you guys so much and um, have a great night.